Welcome to The Everyday Heroine. This podcast is meant to inspire women's leadership to help encourage women to discover the truth about what they are capable of. Hey, it's Maria with another episode of The Everyday Heroine. In this episode, we are discussing the three P's from a day in the life of an everyday heroine. The three P's are an easy way to break down the everyday practice of being a superheroine. It's easier than you think, and when you play the game of life with the three P's, amazing things will happen, and the dream life that you desire will manifest, or something even better, beyond your wildest dreams. Whatever the reason is that brought you to this podcast, you are in the perfect place at the perfect time for the perfect reason. You are obviously an everyday heroine yourself, so consider this one of many ways you are answering your call to greatness. No doubt there is something in you that is pushing or pulling you toward a new adventure to journey. Regardless of whether you are here out of inspiration or desperation, you have the chance to step into something heroic. In the first 10 episodes, I shared many stories of women who have done and continue to do amazing things in life. You are one of these women. Trust me, I know you are. Women in our modern times are facing challenges that need to be addressed in a new and different way. The best way to address these challenges is to do it like a superheroine. I believe that is what we are here for, to leave the world better than we found it. And each of us has a very special and powerful way to do that. Remember the part in the 2017 movie of Wonder Woman when Diana pleads with Steve Trevor to help the people and Steve says to Diana, we have to go, we have to stay on mission. And Diana says, we cannot leave without helping them. These people are dying. When Steve says, We need to make our next position. She bursts out in frustration saying, How can you say that? What is the matter with you? And he says vehemently, This is no man's land, Diana. It means no man can cross it, all right? This battalion has been here for nearly a year and they barely gained an inch because on the other side there is a bunch of Germans pointing machine guns at every square inch of this place. This is not something you can cross. It is not possible. And Diana challenges him, asking, So what? So we do nothing? He tries to explain, saying, We are doing something. We can't save everyone in this war. This is not what we came here to do. And Diana has a moment of calm that comes over her. She pivots away, lets her hair down, puts on Hippolyta's headband, 
She pivots back towards Steve and says, No, but it is what I'm going to do. And she looks so sweet and peaceful when she says it. She climbs the ladder, drops her coat, and like a goddess, she crosses no man's land without a plan, but with an unstoppable knowing that she's meant to be there and to get to the other side. And she does, with a little help from her friends. That is my all-time favorite part of the movie, and it gives me chills each time I watch it because it speaks to me. I believe I'm here to do something important. I may or may not be saving lives like Wonder Woman, dodging bullets in no man's land. I'm probably not like many of the everyday heroines I've already talked about. I'm no Marie Curie. I will never discover an element. I'm no Mercury 13. I will never be an astronaut. I'm no RBG, Mae West, or Hedy Lamarr. I'm not an attorney, or an actor, or an inventor. I'm no Temple Grandin. I cannot design amazing systems for the health and wellness of large animals. I'm no Gloria Steinem. I'm not a writer, lecturer, political activist, or feminist organizer. Yet. I wish I was as good as the women in Hidden Figures. I was an engineer. I always will be an engineer. And that is a lot to be proud of in a career. And I'm definitely no Gina Davis. I am Maria Kaufman, the life coach. And I have this podcast where I can share my story and my thoughts to inspire others to their greatness. And that's a pretty great thing to be. As long as I am the best me I can be, what more can you ask? When each of us understands that being the best we can be is a pretty great thing to be, the whole world gets brighter. So let's get into it. I'm sure you've heard people say that the joy is in the journey and not just in the destination. That was a hard lesson for me to learn. I was one of those people who got caught up in wanting the prize or being at the destination. So I missed so much by not enjoying the journey. But once I made that change, life became so much richer in every way imaginable. Sometimes I still forget, and I am reminded with help from the three Ps. Before we uncover the three Ps, I'll say this. I like to talk about journeys in two ways. One, on a small scale. I like to say that each day is a journey made up of many different adventures. So each day you wake up, it is a fresh, new journey. And two, on the large scale, I like to say that your life is one complete journey made up of many different adventures within many smaller journeys. So when a journey or an adventure seems to turn out unfavorable, my wisdom reminds me that I may have lost the inning but I will win the game because I'm in it for a lifetime and it all works out in the end. 
An everyday heroine has a mission in life, and I believe we all have one mission in common. At the end of Wonder Woman, Diane says it best with this, and I quote, I used to want to save the world, to end war, and to bring peace to mankind, but then I glimpsed the darkness that lives within their light and learned that inside every one of them, there will always be both, a choice each must make for themselves, something no hero will ever defeat. And now I know that only love can truly save the world. So I stay, I fight, and I give for the world I know can be. This is my mission now forever. Gandhi says the same thing in a few words with this. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Practicing the three Ps helps us to be that change we wish to see in the world and to save the world through love and not through fear or hate. A day in the life of an everyday heroine basically has three essential parts. And those three parts are the three P's, and they go like this. Peace, playbook, and progress. Peace offers you a way or a mechanism to access your inner strength. And the way to do this is to practice peace on a daily or regular basis. You can also call it a practice of self-care or self-love. In episode nine, we discussed courage, and the best way to have more courage is to practice doing courageous things. Same thing with peace. It is something to practice so that you develop a deeper sense of being it. Peace is essential for gaining access to our inner strength that is necessary for overcoming obstacles. Some people call it getting grounded, or getting too calm. When you are not calm or peaceful, you may have had a time in your life when someone told you to calm down. I always hated that, but it was probably always true in the moment. Just not very helpful. Having a peace practice has been incredibly helpful for me in my life. Growing up in the mascara, you get a sense that Diana must have had some serious self-care and self-love from the way her mother put her to sleep to the therapy that Steve received when he was recovering from his wounds. The only way Diana had the inner strength to know what to do to cross no man's land was to have a deep practice of peace. You may be asking, what do I mean by a way or a mechanism to access your inner strength? I mean things like meditation, yoga, breath work, mindfulness practices, journaling, being in nature, praying, listening to peaceful music, looking at beautiful art, girlfriend time, or a physical activity that gets you grounded. These are practices that exercise your ability to have greater peace in life 
and offer you an intangible mechanism that gets you connected to who you truly are. The reason why we practice this is because it does three things for us as everyday heroines. Number one, it offers healing from stress, negativity, and trauma from our past. Even on a good day, life has some basic stressors for survival that we all need to heal from. Number two, while practicing peace, you gain access to high-level thinking like intuition, creativity, and innovation. Think of this as an opening to discover your superpowers that you are not even aware of. It is the mechanism to unlock your potential. The more stressed you are, the less likely you are to access creativity. And number three, by practicing peace, you become a more peaceful person, even when you are not doing this practice. When you take yourself out into the world, you are able to maintain a peacefulness about you that continues to have access to higher level thinking, even under the most stressful situations in life. That is really when you want them the most and why the practice becomes essential. When you don't practice peace, we leave it up to chance that we are able to handle the daily stresses of life gracefully. We know that this is not working when we become increasingly more anxious, stressed, cranky, and agitated at things that may not bother us when we are in harmony with peace. Signs that we either don't have a peace practice or that we need more time in practice go something like this. You are quick to anger. You lose your temper. You get triggered. Your thoughts are mostly negative. You play the blame game and every problem you have or the world has is someone else's fault. You are hateful. You wake up dreadful to go to work too many days in a row. You have difficulty accessing your intuition. You have difficulty being creative or innovative. You exercise a numbing practice instead of a peace practice. A numbing practice is basically your addiction, whether you're addicted to electronics, drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. Let's face it, in today's world, there are so many distractions pulling our attention in so many ways that you must have a mechanism to avoid being distracted. Think of it this way. You need energy to be able to guide yourself toward your dreams. You must also be able to distinguish between whether you are living your dream or someone else's. Having a peace practice and developing a way to get to peace gives you what you need to drive your life towards your dreams. I get it. Life demands us to be busier now than we ever have been. That's more reason why the everyday heroine needs a peace practice. 20 minutes to an hour each day is recommended. But let me encourage this. 
Think of peace practice as something cumulative. That means that it all adds up in the end. If you don't have time to take an hour class each day, and many of us probably don't or don't choose to, then you can do it in five to 10 minute increments throughout the day. It all adds up to the same in the end. If you are that busy, short interval breaks can be very helpful. I started a meditation practice 10 years ago. Once I developed mastery with a sitting meditation practice, I have changed my practice over time to use other methods. During the busiest times in my career, having a peaceful music practice on my long commutes was all I could get into my hectic days. I have changed my daily practice many times over the years. I always seem to enjoy journaling and I have many different journals that I use for different reasons. Breathing exercises are becoming a popular thing these days. So you can simply count to 10 or backwards from 10 to get some peace. That honestly works. Do that 10 times a day and it will work wonders. There are tons of apps that you can use. I love Wim Hof because he has a 30-day challenge with 10-minute meditations each day that you can just listen to and a breathing exercise where the app guides you through the paces. Check out the links in the show notes. I'll be sharing more on peace practices in each episode. Peace is essential for living the life of your dreams like an everyday heroine. One last word on peace before I move on to the next P. I am recording this episode on September 11th, 2021. 20 years ago, a massive terrorist attack was conducted on the United States of America. Many lives were lost and the aftermath of the destruction was traumatic and we still heal from the wounds. I cannot stress enough how important a practice of peace is to living a life of abundance for everyone. For now, I will mention the other two Ps and we can dive into them deeper in the next few episodes of The Everyday Heroine so that we can do each of them justice. The second P, playbook. In episode six with Temple Grandin, I hinted about the idea of starting a playbook for women in male-dominated industries to help them navigate the sometimes turbulent nature of advancing your career when it may seem like the deck is stacked against you. The playbook is meant to help you gain a different perspective on how you may want to go about playing the game of life. It offers women the opportunity to see many different paths for success in life and in your career with a playful and lighthearted approach. In episode eight, Gloria Steinem shows us a great example of personal transformation from the movie, The Glorias. And I want to share this quote from Gloria to lay a foundation to the playbook. She says, The first problem for all of us, men and women, is not to learn, but to unlearn. After over 30 years of working as a female engineer, 
the single most important thing that I have learned from my career is that the superficial battle that I typically saw on the surface in work and probably in life was not the real battle at all. There is usually a battle within a battle and a purpose within a purpose. When you get closer to the truth and work through these layers, you get the chance to expose the real gold. Like they say, it's like peeling an onion. For example, I may talk about gender bias in the world, and we can learn from Gina Davis that this might be true because we can see the data now. But there is a battle within the battle when it comes to gender bias. There is something deeper and more meaningful than the battle that lives on the surface. Don't get me wrong, we need to fix the problem on the surface. There needs to be gender equality in all sectors of the workforce. But when we get deeper into the layers, you'll find that it comes down to individual qualities or attributes that are begging to come to light or that need to shine. That may be something like confidence. And for women working in male-dominated industries, I believe that everyone benefits when a woman has the chance in these environments to show her confidence, especially in these environments. I believe it changes the world. I can look back on my career and see the moments when it felt aimless and insignificant. Those were the times when, number one, I either didn't have a personal goal that I was intentionally working on, or number two, I didn't have enough confidence in myself for what I was trying to achieve. On the other hand, when I look back on my life and see the moments where I was thriving and unstoppable, I know two things to be true. I had a specific goal I was working toward, and because I had enough success in my queue, my confidence catapulted me through some of the most challenging moments that most men wouldn't even survive. I didn't even realize it until I looked back on these moments later in life. Those are the moments I cherish the most. I can't wait to share the stories with you. And just to mention our last P, progress. If there is no progress, there is probably no point. It may not always be what you think, but we will tackle progress in future episodes. And just to sum it all up again, to remind you of those three P's, we're talking about peace, playbook, and progress. For now, enjoy your adventures and journey responsibly. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to The Everyday Heroine. It is my honor to be on this journey in life with you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Before we come to a close, we would love it if you hit that follow button. Check the show notes for additional information about this episode and how we continue to help grow the inspiring leaders of the future.